0: What's up everybody, this is Synapse here, and I'm here with my good friend, uh, Goshujin, aka Lobido.
1: Um, (laughs) Hi guys!
0: Yeah, and this guy has been one of my closest friends and and best wings, really, over the past couple years, and I think he also improved pretty much faster than anybody I really know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So... I figured we'd sit down and have a chat and go over some of the the, the history and the process and everything he went through over the past couple of years, um, and hopefully some guys out there can, can sort of pick some things up and learn some things from that. Um, yeah. So, uh, how are you
1: doing, man? Doing very well. <clears throat> As um, Synapse has mentioned, yeah, I've been hanging on his coattails for a little while. <laughs> I think I've actually stepped out on my own a little bit now. Um, So I can do things by myself and like to think anyway. So, you know, I'm 35 now, so I'm not a spring chicken like uh, a lot of guys when they get into game. It took me a long time to get into game, actually. Um, I think uh, up until that point, I had a couple girlfriends and it was like six years apart from those. So, um, when I moved to Japan, which is about six years ago... um, I had one girlfriend for a couple of years, and then I just felt like I wasn't fulfilling my potential. I felt a little bit trapped. I don't know if any, any of you guys feel the same thing. It's like a quiet frustration, and even though my girlfriend was actually quite attractive, and even now, you know, she's, um, if you if you compare it to some of the other girls that I've been with, she's actually still really attractive, and a really, there was affinity there, so I think a lot of guys would be very happy to have her as a girlfriend. But I felt I hadn't, um, what's the expression? Seeded my oats? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I felt I really needed to do that. So I heard about the boot, uh, boot camp from a couple of guys. This is the Dorian Gray boot camp. And finally I took the plunge to do it. And I was <laughs> the boot camp was really bad for me in terms of I, was, I had so much anxiety. I, I couldn't approach anything. People were pushing me into sets. And I thought it was really bad. But in hindsight, it was actually pretty good. Because it gave me the, the needed push to actually break up with my girlfriend. Because I wasn't happy um, in that situation. And just be free. And then really explore game. So <clears throat> I took the boot camp probably two and a half years ago. And then it took me another six months before I could actually start approaching properly. Um, but I'd be hanging around with Synapse and Synapse would be literally pushing me into sets. <laughs> so I had, I think, right after the boot camp, it took me a couple months to break up with my girlfriend. Um, and then after that, I took a solo trip out to Sapporo and just yolo it, literally. Didn't have anywhere to stay. This was during one of the holiday weekends. So literally nowhere to stay and just YOLO'd it. So went over there, first night met a girl. I went, I was just doing some street by myself, met a girl and then um, went back to hers. The next day I also met some people on the street and they just took me around the whole of Sapporo. And all of that is a credit to game, just talking to people on the street. And that's something I can attribute to my time with Synapse and also with uh, the DG guys.
0: One one thing I think was really interesting because as you mentioned is that you were it was very difficult for you to approach uh, you know, like on the boot camp and for several months after. Um and you were saying it's even like it's even bad, right? Like so I think it's it's interesting because some other guys are are able to approach, but then they don't like progress much after that but what do you think was the so you you started out a certain way which was I, w- I guess you you would say like quite um i don't know shy or or introverted or just not not super social um like like some other guys right um but after once right. you sort of got mm-hmm. over the hump of of actually like just approaching basically like you really sort of took off uh, and came into your own um I guess so what what would be what do you think is like the the like the I don't know the reason or like where did you start and why were you able to
1: overcome that initial barrier of approaching I think it was just consistency. I I I was out a lot. You know, there are times where it's like anything where you get used to something. Mm-hmm. So initially it's something new, so you think too much about it and you think of all the reasons why you shouldn't approach as opposed to clearing all of that and on instinct approaching. So there's so many times where I've missed out on sets just because I've been overthinking and thinking about, OK, if I do this, then she'll respond in this way. What if she doesn't like me? What if I get rejected? Too many questions as opposed to instinctually just going in, just saying hi. Uh, that's all you really need to do. Um, again, this is instruction from Synapse. Just say hi. Uh, if you don't have anything else to say, just say hi. So for me, going out a lot really helped. And also really helped that I had really good uh, wings around me, or, well, wings or support. Um, Of course, people like Synapse, who I had on tap most of the time, I was lucky enough that he invited me to hang out with him, and we had a lot of adventures together. And it's just having that positive support group, where they understand your issue, so they're not going to mock you or anything because of that. And because of that, it just drives you. And also, um, they motivated me to have success as well because of the girls they were getting, for example. It's not a jealousy. There's a difference between um, constructive competition or positive Mm -hmm. competition and a difference between uh, jealousy as well, where some guys are like, why does this guy, why has this guy got such a hot girl? What's he doing that I'm not doing? And... If you, don't, if you look at it more as in um, a motivator, uh, as opposed to reacting negatively about it, you know, this guy's got really hot. Girl, how did he manage to do that? I really want to get that. Um, but it's just something you need to improve yourself. So being out a lot, I think, really, really helped me. And doing it consistently. Even now, you know, if you go out, okay, let, because I've been quite busy at work recently, so I haven't had the opportunity, like in the past, we were out pretty much every day of the week. And that's how you really get strong is really committing to it even a few hours or something and so I was out I was still out at like 1 a.m past when everyone else was all tucked into bed <laughs> yeah
0: that was crazy I remember that like there was a whole period i was, it must have been even like for a year or something like where you would be like you know you would be out until four in the morning or like you know I'd open a chat and I'd see yeah, yeah. you know messages from you and'd be like oh you know like she ignored me you were like I almost bounce this one or something and like, <laughs> it's, and like, it's, it's, like it's, it's like it's like j uh it's like you know talking at uh three in the morning talking at four in the morning right and um yeah so i don't know but like it, it must have been difficult for your uh like work and all that just like you, you you had to then go to sleep at like four or five in the morning and wake up at right seven or eight or nine or something yeah
1: (laughs) i i I had to say it did affect a little bit of my performance at some points but then uh right now i'm not really letting it affect me that much so it's important to have some sort of balance you've got to maintain your daily life as well so right now i'm going out uh, weekends and then pretty much like one or two days midweek or something like that um so really trying to balance it which is quite important But I think at the the learning stage, you've really got to commit to just going out there and doing it for a long time. As I mentioned, even even now, you're a little bit rusty if you don't approach uh, consistently every day or every few days. So let's say, for example, okay, we went out yesterday and we did some approaches. The first approach is a little bit rusty, but then you get into the stride of things and then you start approaching with more vigor. Um, So I think one of the key points is just keeping at it because... I've seen a lot of guys, they, they do the boot camp, but then they get really frustrated or they get uh, disappointed that they don't have immediate results. And guys do do have immediate results. There's some guys who just go on immediately and just they're able to approach, they're able to pick up, they're able to SNL or SDL. But then some guys, uh, they fall back into their old patterns of um, anxiety and also not willingness to approach and then they just fall back into their normal life. And some guys, they just find a girlfriend straight away after the boot camp. And they're like, okay, we're done now. You know, I've served my purpose. So, uh, for, I, I think, game is not for everybody. I mean, it it is up to a certain point where, okay, you can find what you need. And once you've succeeded with that, you don't necessarily need to be out there, again, like, like myself sometimes, till 4 a.m. in the morning, by yourself, trolling the streets. So, as long as you can, um, you're satisfied with the results that you're getting, I think, uh, you shouldn't let anybody tell you, right, you should do. You should continue to do more game or less game or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, but it's crazy because you got, you did, I mean, you did go out like a insane amount and I think it really was, like as you said, consistency or making it a habit or a routine or something that really does, that kind of is what separates people who get really good at this from people who are just sort of um, casual or do it every once in a while or do it and get a girlfriend and the funny thing about those guys too is you know sometimes people as you said do just get a girlfriend rather quickly um and then you won't like they'll drop off the face of the earth like you right. won't hear from them for six eight months or something and then you're you're thinking in the back of your head you're like those guys still have unfinished business <laughs> with game right right, right, right and right. then like they come back and they're like, hit oh you yeah, up. okay, yeah. They, they hit you up, like, what's everybody up to, you know, who's out, like, who's going out, like, and, and you you realize that, I don't know, like, maybe they got what they wanted in the short term, he which is a up, girlfriend, yeah. but they didn't make as much kind of deep, lasting change as maybe they, they might want to, right? Right, right, right. So that's kind of what brings them back into game again. So what do you think, um, comparing yourself now to... Um, yourself back then. Obviously, back then, you know, you you had huge hurdle to even just talk to a right. Whereas now, you know, there's no difficulty really for you, and you know, you have pretty massive ability, uh, like abundance and ability to just go out any you know day of the week and and meet a new girl and bring her back. What what about you and your personality and your
1: mindset? Do you think changed the most? I think game in general just really unlocked yourself in terms of your social ability as well Uh, i really do feel free now as in uh, as a human as a as a guy i feel really free as in i can talk to anybody and the world really is my oyster before i felt a little bit caged as in personality as well right now i'm able to express myself how i really want to express myself and it's really liberating and because of that i'm more open and the openness really invites people in as well the the, the law of attraction for example and uh, it's it's still exciting for me uh, you know it's two years down now and then you know i'm banging quite a few girls a year and then every new approach every new person i'm looking at i'm interested in going after them i think that's one of the things that separates me from some other guys as well in terms of I wake up and think, uh, who else can I meet today? And that's really exciting. As opposed to before, it's like, oh, can I just find that one gem, you know, who's as attractive, as, per se, as my ex-girlfriend? And then, oh, maybe I'll be okay then. I'll just find her and get a girlfriend. But now, it doesn't really matter. Any sort of problem I have in terms of game, for example, oh, I struck out with with this one lady. She's not reading my messages, for example. And then... The solution to that is just go out and game more. And that's the exciting thing about it is you'll always find somebody who's going to excite you and who's going to bring something else that you haven't had yet. So for me, I'm still learning. I'm still experiencing things. And again, I've been lucky to have this support group that I've had and my game and my personality have really been allowed to flourish, I think because of it
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i think one of the reasons also um that like you know people were just that you were that you did have the support group is not because you know for you were accepted for any particular reason i mean you're you're definitely a, a cool guy right um but it's not you know it's mostly just the fact that you were out all the time and you were messaging people all the time, right? It wasn't, it's not like some, you access some secret society streets. or anything, right? <laughs> it's like literally just <clears throat> on the same streets that I was. Right, so right, right, right. we couldn't help but be in the same group, right? And we had our whole little crew of people who were in the same kind of situation of just, you know, it's like some people, you know, after work they they go home and they're like, okay, well, i hit up my Call of Duty friends or whatever, and, like, you know, we have the meeting time, and, you know, you, or, you know, other people might go to the basketball courts, and that's where their friends are. For us, it was just literally, like, kind of the assumption is, like, just, you know, every day after work, you're going to be out on the street, and you're going to meet whoever's there. And right. Whoever's there the most and is, is, is open-minded and optimistic are the people who are just going to be your friends, and those are also going to be the people who are going to get really good
1: really fast. Right, right. And it's one of the things that mm, I just naturally happen to when I naturally gravitate towards you guys is because you guys are positive and outgoing and not just always about game because we don't actually talk about game that much, do we? I mean, in our chats, we're just talking about what we're doing and our life. And one of the important things, I think, is not to be super obsessed about game. I mean, although we go out, it's not as if it's a chore or, oh, come on, guys, we have to really do this. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that we do because we enjoy it and also we like hanging out with each other. Um, so quite often we're going out on trips together. We're exploring new areas. A lot of guys they'll just do the same thing. They'll hit the sh- same spots all the time. Oh Shibuya, we'll just stand outside of the Don- um, Family Mart in Center Guy. We'll just do that every day, and it becomes really monotonous to do that sort of thing. Um, whereas with with us and and uh, Synapses Crew, it's always. Uh, what can we do new? New, that's interesting. Uh, so we've had some trips together, like Fukuoka. That was a massive learning experience for me. Before that, I, I didn't have much of a SDL leading SNL ability. And then I managed to see Synapse and see a couple of his sets. And he really taught me, just by observing it, what to do, how to lead. And since then, I've just been SNLing. Pretty much more S N L than dates, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> SDL, SNL, yeah. The leading yeah that that really taught me a good thing
0: yeah yeah we've also I mean like we went a lot of places we went to like Matsumoto and Nagoya just kind of for fun or Matsumoto and Nagano just for fun and yeah that wasn't even a pickup right you brought one of
1: your regs which is a very interesting (laughs) caba Yeah, there will be
0: lots more stories about her. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we went to, where else did we go to? We
1: went to Navia, we went to Bali. Bali together, Tomorrowland. Yeah, Tomorrowland, Belgium. UK. Yeah, and the UK. I'll be hitting you up in your next adventure as well. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, it in Osaka? We also went to Osaka, right? Right, right. Yeah, and and even like
0: shorter trips, like we've, we've made it out to, you know... Saitama or um, like Kawasaki and right, Yokohama right, right. Yeah. the beach. Went to the beach a lot.
1: Bunch Even, of cities.
0: Yeah. Do you remember that one time when it was like I think it was like after a club, it was you, me, and um and like Rich. Oh, and,
1: and there was like a typhoon going. There was like a
0: typhoon, yeah, 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 and we woke up and we were like, you know what, fuck it, we're just gonna go to the beach anyway. <laughs> it was like <laughs> it was storming nice. out, right? right? right, right, right. I ended up meeting a girl on like the, the platform who ended up becoming a regular or something. Right, right, so right. Right i think what you're saying is like yeah it's a good point it's like it's like game is important it's important to go out and do it a lot right but it should never be like so like like a burden like that's what you have to do or something it should be fun and you should also be enjoying yourself and doing new
1: things at the same time right right exactly yeah that that beach there was pretty funny i made out with um girls on there on that beach as well they seem it's they seem so oh we had a barbecue on that beach as well right yeah they invited us in there for free yeah it was and crazy
0: because <laughs> there's nobody there yeah. like, there were very few people there but we, we really did we made the most of it
1: yeah but game as mentioned it really does open you up um in terms of your personality like, because we went to an island with a, another gamer friend of ours a japanese guy and then we went to an island and then, again, we didn't have anywhere to stay. We stayed, like, in a We had this camping gear. And then we managed to pick up some girls, and we went back to theirs. And they just let us stay the night. We banged that girl on an island, which had, I don't know, maybe 700 people or something. <laughs> so it does, it does make you more adventurous, I think. Yeah, But it's, it's really important to have a balance, life balance as well. You know, there was times where I was sacrificing my job a little bit. And it's something you've got to be keep in check a little bit i think
0: mm-hmm. so you you have a very um i would say interesting or attentive attentive approach to text game maybe, <laughs> maybe you could say attentive or at least uh persistent would for sure Persistent, be. yeah definitely yeah persistent and i mean you're always kind of like messaging a huge amount of, of girls and um yeah i mean you're much better about following up with girls in general than than i am so um, just kind of wanted to get some thoughts about from you about that, about what, um, what your sort of system is for, for texting um, girls and keeping, keeping up with the massive... I mean, obviously, if you go out many days a week, you're going to have a huge amount of context. So right. how do you um, kind of you know, bas- basically maximize you know, the amount you get out? Because you do get quite a, a high percentage of them out in the end, I would say compared to other people, right, right. myself
1: included. So, I think one of the, the key points is persistency. And I know of one gamer who, if he can't get them out within the first two weeks, he thinks they're not interested. He'll just block and delete them. Whereas I, I consider that such a wasted opportunity because it's really conceivable for people to actually be busy for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, for yeah. example, let's say, even for us guys, right? Let's say you're going to gym three times a week and then you've got work and then also you set up dates other times of the week and you don't really want to meet on the weekend because you want a game on the weekend you're completely free of that during those times so it's really conceivable that you do actually have two weeks of busy period so for me though I'm pretty persistent and uh, I will text a girl for over a year for example I've done, <laughs> I've done that before where it took me a year to get the girl out during that time she came up with a lot of reasons why she couldn't come out. She, Kareshi, she had a boyfriend, for example. I never let that get to me at all. If they have a boyfriend, I just completely ignore that subject. And I'll still continue to ping them. Uh, there are times where you have to learn to pull back if you're pushing too much. And then you just let them go for a couple of weeks and then re-engage again. And the way I usually do it, again, because I'm always out, I'm always doing something new. For that, I send them Uh, some information about what I'm doing what I'm gonna do what they're up to and really just keep them alive until when they're ready and then uh, it could be six months down the line it could be two weeks down the line and then when they are ready uh, I'm able to get them out and the key things as well is adapting game towards the girl and following their text patterns which I find is quite good as well because if you're not in the same ebb and flow as them they'll think you're not really understanding them. And I think that's quite important. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is big. So uh, another example would be, okay, if this is is really small nuances, for example, if a girl sends you a paragraph of text, then don't send her small tidbits of text. Do Copy the same format that she's doing. Right. Emulate that. So you're kind of understanding where she's coming from as well. And then you don't become um or pushy. Wherein pushy can be good for some girls uh certain types of cabas for example or uh working ladies you can do that because they're used to that as well and they enjoy that kind of game so you have to understand who your target is as well you can't apply the same game for one person to every single other type of lady Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i think that's one of definitely one of your main strengths is you're really like super observant and very like highly attuned to what the other person's situation and thoughts are. And that also like kind of even extends into culture. I mean, you, you sort of have a lot of cultural knowledge as well that, that you apply, um, you know, you read like blogs and stuff and keep up on certain key people and in, in, who are in
1: interests of girls that you like. Right. 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 Yeah. I think that's really important as well. And, um, obviously DG and synapse will have advised me beforehand to, to do this and they'll advise in the boot camp. If, if you know a certain thing about a genre of, of woman, then you can get into their world really quickly and break down any barrier. So even if you approach them quickly on the street, if you can say something about their bag, for example, or their fashion style, or their appearance, then immediately you've got a connection with them, and they won't think you're just some random stranger, or in our cases, random gaijin or foreigner. I'll actually think, wait a, wait a minute, he under, actually understands something. So we can have a conversation. So I think I, I've got relative amounts of information, um, uh, understanding and interest, which is important, into different subcultures, for example, Visual K, um, and then anime world, for example, or Kabez, for example, or certain types of brands. So I can enter a lot of these ladies' worlds. And then have an actual conversation as opposed to faking the conversation and not understanding anything about their world mm. and just trying to break into that. So I think that's quite important. And what I find a lot of guys in Japan do is they just pull off the same routine, the same lines, and they don't really understand the culture so much. Mm. So they'll do well with maybe some, uh, some girls, English-speaking girls who are actually interested in the Western culture some girls, they don't even have passports, so they don't really care, right? Yeah. They've never traveled abroad, no intention to. Gaijin kawaii, like outside world is scary, for example. So the only way to break into that sort of group is to actually have an understanding of their world.
0: I remember this image, like, it was literally, it was just like a map, and it was Japan as like Nihon, and then everywhere around, it's just like kawaii, kawaii, kawaii. kawaii, kawaii. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I should get that image send it to some girls yeah I should find that image again dig it up but actually going back to the text game this is something you told me as well it's kind of a chaos game as well so if, if you're doing the same thing and it's not working for a girl for example then mix it up and then put in something new and see how they react to that one and then quite often you get some really interesting results and also humour is really difficult but if you can manage the if you can, if you can get girls to laugh even over text then Yeah, you've got much higher odds of getting that lady out than a lot of other guys. A lot of the guys are so serious in the text pattern. Oh, what did you do today? Oh, let's go to dinner at this place. Do you like this? And then that's fine. That kind of conversation is fine. But um, girls can get quite bored of that. So you really need to mix it up a bit. Mm
0: hmm Yeah, that's good, good. Good tips there um it applies to like in-person interactions as well right? yeah, like of course, yeah. you do have to have the mixture of you know like kind of information exchange or like you know nugget exchanging packets or nuggets of information like what does she actually like what does she right. do what is her job right and then digging into values or emotions a bit um, how does she feel about things right and then also
1: just having some fun light stuff as right, well right, right i think it's really important not to be reactive as well over text and understand that, okay, maybe a lady isn't re- ready yet, but she may be ready after a while. And I think we talked about this before. One of the the things about game is it's not getting those eager, responsive girls out. That's good game, I think. It's getting those are on the fence or girls that are not really into you at all and getting them out. That's more interesting, I think. And then that takes a lot of time and some dedication to that. And a lot of guys, they take the easy route where they'll, oh, this girl's really responsible. Oh, she not come out. But usually that's the girls who are layups or kind of a low-hanging fruit, for example. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely persistence is, is key in those situations with the ones that are a little bit not automatically just jumping on your dick. Right, right,
1: right. Because I've had, I think I've posted a few chats where there was one kebab that I got out and... It took me six months and she She cancelled uh, six times or something like that. And I showed no re- I didn't show any reaction to that. You know, th- these things happen. Every now and then you can call them out though. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You told me a little bit late. Come on now. You know, I've got better things to do. <laughs> Not in those words though, in yeah. selective words. Right. And then they'll justify themselves and then also give you an alternative date, which is good. Right. Some uh, as opposed to oh, they'll just cancel and just block you because it's frustrating it's annoying to uh give you a reason and um, you know, have your angry reaction. A lot of guys will act really butthurt about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, why did you do this? You know, this is one day in advance and yeah, they can come across as really butthurt but that's not gonna that's not gonna make the girl come out though. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, there is kind of like a fine line between um. Yeah, getting butt hurt and and sort of calling her out and right, a, right, in a, right. In a, not a gentle but like in a just firm firm but, way, yeah, but not too aggressive way, yeah. yeah. That's a, it is a really fine line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very easy to overstep that or understep yeah. it. Or,
1: it also depends on the girl as well. Some girls yeah. they can react really well to that firmness, right? Where other girls, are this is yeah. too much. <laughs> Block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Block delete yeah and that's
0: another reason why it's really hard to you know i get messages or you know we're in that we're in a chat of a bunch of people for for text text game and we get messages all the time like how to respond in this particular situation and it's it's very hard to i mean you know we can spoon feed guys kind of answers or whatever but it's always best to sort of develop your own kind of sense of who the girl is and how you know what she would respond to um, and what she wouldn't because Otherwise, it's just
1: like, you know, it's like give a man a fish versus teach a right, man right, a fish right, kind right. of thing, right? Yeah, a lot of times it's very specific instances and just one line, this is a question or this is a reaction to my question, how right. do I respond to it? I mean, if you don't have the contextual data yeah. beforehand, um, you know, for example, what, what happened before and what were you guys talking about? It's really hard to answer every single question with regards to that. And you're right, some guys, they, they don't actually learn. No. Like, you'll... You'll give them an example response to a certain question, and a few months down the line, they'll ask the same question again. I right, said, right. Like, "Wait a minute! Didn't we answer this question?" And then you, there's also it's like there's a bunch of resources that they're not looking at as well. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of text chats, for example, in, in in that group that they can see patterns or responses to relatively generic type of situations. Right. The guys really got to put in effort by themselves and not be spoon fed, like you said. Mm. So um, we're we're here sitting
0: sitting at your place, and uh, this place <laughs> is, has had quite the uh,
1: debaucherous history. Um, I mean, how how long have you been here at this at this place? Literally now, two years. Yeah, it'll be two years end of this month. Right. And and how like how many girls do you think have been I banged here? <laughs> Bang, probably 100. I think girls that have been here, closer to 300, I reckon. Oh, it must be more than that, don't you think? Because we we have the parties as well. Mm -hmm. Everybody has like 10 10 to 15 chicks. Yeah. So, maybe 500? Because remember that time you were staying with me for, was it a week or something? Mm Mm-hmm. And then, during that time, we had 40, 40 girls or so come back to, with us. Right. We were just were in the street. <laughs> and some other guys were getting really, uh, jelly about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Certain people we know. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's been a lot of girls that have been banged here. A lot of switch hits happened.
0: Yeah. Well, because you, like, probably by yourself, even in this place, you've, you've slept with slept yeah, yeah. So, it's got to be more than that, like. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the point is, oh, if, it's you, true. Yeah, if you it's had true. like a camera on the on the wall or something, and you just <laughs> recorded the entire two years, it would be a very very interesting right, two right.
1: years. But yours is pretty similar as well, though, right? Yeah. yeah, and that was right back in you know in the middle of Shibuya, right? right Central. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that apartment was really crazy as well.
1: <laughs> I think one of the funniest time was when you were here with a girl naked already. And then, uh, DG and I went out, we went and got two girls back in here yeah. and then we were just sitting down. Cause I, because I give my keys to a few friends just so, just in case they need it. Right. Yeah. And then afterwards... Cause we
0: were in the, we, we went to the same club, We right? did, we did. And then like, I remember I, I was pulling this girl out of the taxi right by your house. So right, we were right. just getting out of the taxi and like, I kind of look over my shoulder and notice you... And um, yeah, and Dorian Gray were yeah, just yeah. like right behind like getting out of another taxi behind us yeah. and I was like, oh, I think they'll see me and just kind of go like somewhere for 15 minutes or something in which you So I brought the girl in here and, and and banged her and then um yeah and then you and and Dorian came back with two other girls off the, off the street or yeah, whatever yeah, right yeah. and it was funny because like, the girl was the one who opened your door, right? So she opens and she's like, whoa, somebody's here and <laughs> in, in bed, right? Like, right, right. she's like, oh, what? <laughs> chick. And then you're, you're just like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's nice. just, just, yeah. <laughs> just sit down. It all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we
0: managed to get them to sit down. Yeah, and my chick was kind of like, what? Like, uh, whatever. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> she, like, was. she was. She was really cool,
1: actually, that girl. Yeah, she was chill. Um, and then we, we got those girls to chill. And then... We're talking to them, and then suddenly, one of our other friends came in with another girl, right? And he started banging her in the hallway.
0: <laughs> he just he just opens the door like slightly, and he's just like, "I'm just gonna use the shower," and then closes <laughs> the door and yeah. then goes back.
1: <laughs> and the girls were like the these um, the girls that we got from the countryside. They're from the, where, where are they from? Tottori. Tottori. Right? That's it. Yeah, remember saying the Tottori song? Yeah. Um... So, they would just say, What kind of place is this? What house is this? (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry.
0: Yeah. There were a lot of, yeah, a lot of situations like that.
1: Oh, that one time when you came back from fighting Yakuza's. (laughs) Oh, right, yeah. (laughs) And then, how many girls were here? There was... uh, There was at at least, least
0: like, six or seven people just passed out around around here. Right,
1: right. There's Osaka girls, right? Yeah. Back
0: before, right. And then, like... I don't know what had happened, but I came back and I was like, "What?" It was like eight in the morning or something. I was like, "What is going on?" Like everybody's just like passed <laughs> out,
1: and then just sort of started initiating things. Right, you, you literally said, I still smell some DTFness?" <laughs> Everyone still <laughs> passed out. There's some DTFness in the air. <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> and then you guys had like a naked shower together. <laughs> yeah, I think there were that about six, like yeah, yeah, six people yeah. in your shower. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was a fun time. Yeah. But of course, yeah, uh, this place had it's had a lot of action. Yeah, um, you and I in particular, like, I mean, we we've
0: pulled a lot of two two sets back, right? right? right. What, what do you think it is about? Um, do you think it is just Japan where that's so possible to to bring back two girls and bang them and then switch and bang the other one, um, or what, what do you think it is?
1: I wouldn't think it's so much. I think you could probably do that in most countries. Mm -hmm. It's about having a certain type of openness and trust. And if you can win the girl's trust, I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. Communication as well. If you're just focusing on one girl, then when that switch time comes, then then we wait a minute, I haven't even talked to this guy. What's going on? But when you and I were able to switch and talk to any of the girls uh, and have a certain understanding of what's going on around us yeah. so if this girl's not as comfortable you'll gravitate to more attention towards her because you know this one's either she's the leader or she's not comfortable yet so yeah. really try and calm her down and get her into the mood as well and then it, it is about having a certain type of openness and positiveness and if everyone's happy having a good time why not? why, why not switch? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. that remember I mean, one time the midway the girl was just, "Oh can you just change a condom midway yeah in the switch yeah. most girls don't really say that though right
0: yeah they don't really most girls don't really care but but yeah
1: that's she was aware. yeah I think yeah if you're if you're open and we're open to sharing anyway right so I think that's really important whereas some guys oh I have to have the really hot one as opposed to me I'm like okay i I'll, I'll wing you for the the not so hot one and then it, you're like, you're very generous and in, in that you'll pass over the the uh, you'll let me um, interact with the hot one as well and we'll just have that switch and vice versa interaction so i think it's trust with your wing or your your friends i think it's very important as well
0: yeah yeah and it helps to be at like a sort of a similar a similar level or at least a kind of a baseline otherwise like both girls are just going to be attracted yeah, yeah. like all over, one, over guy one guy or something yeah but as long as as long as both of you guys have like similar I don't know social ability and like are both fun and open-minded, I think yeah what you mentioned about open-mindedness is and positivity is is important because you have to sort of convey the atmosphere that that, like, well, first of all, nobody's, like, Judging getting you. married, and oh, nobody, yeah, nobody's, nobody's yeah, l- right. like, going to be a boyfriend or anything. Either, right? So, <laughs> For sure. um, yeah. And, yeah, exactly, like, that nobody's also going to judge you or anything like that, right? Because I, I really do think that a lot of the reason that girls don't, um, you know, have sex in any situation is because they feel like they'll be judged. right. right, right. Obviously, society is hugely judgmental of girls having sex rather quickly, right? right, right. So it helps if you yourself are pretty much the polar opposite to where you expect it to just happen and then they'll kind of pick up on your expectation and be like, well, I guess it's okay with this guy. (laughs) And it is, right? And and it's pretty cool actually, right? When you... Because after everybody's seen each other naked, there's no like... No barriers. There's no barriers. There's nothing to hide behind anymore. Sure. Even like... Even different than if it's two people, if you just bang a girl one-on-one, you still have that kind of ground to navigate, like, how are we going to, you know, balance this afterwards? Like, sure. are we going to try to meet again? Is this maybe <laughs> going to become something more serious? Right. But if everybody, if it's like four people bang each, like, like, two chicks and two dudes and everybody switches, then it's like, there's no, there's nothing. There's nothing afterwards. It's right, like a right. totally new You're kind free, of right. You're free, free right. situation
1: right. for everybody. Yeah. No yeah. judgment. Yeah. I do remember, I think it was Fukuoka again, where we pulled the two girls from the club and we switched it then. Mm-hmm. And then the girl was really open about it. She's like, oh, so you okay? Like, oh, <laughs> like that, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both girls were enjoying it fine. And then we left those girls, we went back out and we got those two caber. Right. Uh, we were doing the live streaming at the time, yeah. going in completely opposite direction. I managed to get them back as well. And then after they left, then we separately got two girls in... Oh, yeah, that was funny.
0: That's going to that's gonna be interesting if, if... I don't think we've ever had that work, really, where we got two girls Separate. separately yeah. and brought them together in the same room right, and right. then switched with them.
1: I tried that on this weekend as well with one of the oh, yeah. other guys where he brought a girl, I brought a girl. And there was a 10-year gap in age, though, so uh, I think they were okay. like wait a minute, it's not quite the same. Right? <laughs> I'm more mature now so I can't get involved in that. Yeah. Uh, One girl was definitely down for it though. She didn't really care. So, but let's try that this weekend then. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty interesting challenge to do. Yeah. Definitely something we should do. We explore. But it's also something, we didn't have time because you, you left the country, but something we were exploring were, was more of these group situations, right? Mm-hmm. Where we would bring girls from girls maybe that we've banned before for example or girls who are curious into this kind of sexual relationship wear condoms guys I don't want to switch with anybody without if they haven't had condoms (laughs) no STDs please (laughs) (laughs) Yep. yeah we did try and organize some parties and um, we just got to get around to doing it once you're once you're settled for example yeah let's do that
0: yeah true like parties with just like bunch of girls and everybody comes in and we all just wear, get in our underwear, <laughs> start drinking glasses of wine and then one thing leads to another. Maybe have like a S and m show or something. Yeah, yeah,
1: Some sort of rope suspension thing in the room. Just have some, some whips and some, uh, some condoms lying about <laughs> handily as soon as they come in. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of surprising that we haven't done something like that yet. I know, it's just getting around to it.
0: Yeah, Most of our parties, is just they end up the same place, but they just right, start right. like more like normal. like right, right. So girls are like, oh, okay, a pizza party
1: or something, <laughs> and then they come over and then just get banged. <laughs> These two girls the other day were quite funny. Um, they said, oh, we're just coming in to uh, show our face and I sat soon, greet people. I and mean, then afterwards they got separately banged as well yeah oh yeah uh, my friend has to wake up early for a flight tomorrow if we can only just stay for a minute, for, for yeah. A minute yeah just for a minute <laughs> and they just enjoyed it so much so they just ended up yeah staying getting banged yeah so the
0: thing is yeah if, you, if you're if you charismatic you have a ton of leverage when you're in person with somebody right? Right, right right so you know over text or something if you just if you can just get them out somewhere anywhere right then you have a lot more leverage once you're in person because you know they'll start to like you and go you know
1: kind of just go along with whatever you also get get a feel for whether they can introduce friends as well and you can get like a group situation going on right so there's always something i i not always but i quite often ask a girl if she's had like a 3p or 4p or they've had group situations or if they have any um uh inclination towards certain things if they like the kinky game some girls they're completely normal they they're they're not interested in it whereas some girls they'll have curiosity some girls will have experience of it so it's really trying to get a get a feel for those type of girls and then once you know what type of girl they are and you bang them a couple times then this type of group situation isn't so difficult but we just need to go around and do it (laughs) but we will. we will sure
0: I think it is a thing for mostly younger chicks, though. Like most of the girls that we end up switching with are like, yeah, under like twenty-five or under.
1: Still experimental.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like as you're saying with that girl who was not down. I think she's like what? She's twenty-eight or something. Twenty-eight, as opposed to eighteen. Yeah, the other one. So the twenty-eight. Yeah, it's like kind of that age where they're sort of like I don't know if I can have these kind of crazy groups. Right, right, right. I'm sure she has
1: before. Yeah, yeah, probably. She's definitely hot enough. Yeah. Um but twenty, yeah, twenty eight is a very peculiar age actually. Girls they're looking at the thirty clock range. Right? right. In Japan especially, thirty is disaster for them if they're not married or have like a long term boyfriend by that time. Right. So it doesn't ha- it doesn't stop them from having one night stands, but they might put up a bit more resistance than the younger ladies. Yeah. But then there there are still some of those kinky, kinky babas out. <laughs> kinky ladies out. Yeah. So I think um, in terms of game, for me, going forward, it's... I haven't lost my fire just yet. I thought it would die, actually. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of guys, their fire dies after a couple of years, Oh even less than that. Yeah. They'll, they'll burn out and uh, they'll stop meeting up with uh, other gamers and... They'll just slow down with a few regulars and they will be content. But for me there's still so much to learn, uh, in terms of um just learning about ladies and life, really. There's just so much that we need we can reach into and I don't think there's anything that really stops us from reaching into the, the very high highly sought after celebrity crew, for example. We just need to work on that. Well, I need to work on that.
0: Yeah. With those like the high society type or whatever, um, it is really just like a a matter of getting access to them, like right. finding you just literally just meeting them, because game will take care of everything else, right? <laughs> and sometimes you do you do just run into them, right? Yeah, right, right? Like if they're out on the street or something. I mean, we've approached, you know, like whatever egg models and all that stuff, just yeah, walking yeah. around. Yeah, AV stars, yeah. yeah, AV girls, and but getting to It's kind of hard to access, like, more of
1: those kind, right? Right, right. And that's where the social game comes in, right? So it's uh, important to learn not to eat everything straight away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's important to know when you can actually... Wait a minute. I don't... I shouldn't have sex with this girl straight away. Let we just get a feel for what our network's like (laughs) and where we can reach into. And then... Decide whether oh okay, maybe she's the best out of her crop. <laughs> yeah. I just settled with that lady. Yeah, yeah, true. So you're here for a couple, like a week or something, right? And then your next big adventure is over there in now.
0: A... Yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna be jumping around a bit. Um, I should be coming back here sooner rather than later, though. I think I'd like to just you know like pop in and out over the next couple months um but we'll see we'll see what happens yeah i'm just working mostly on on filming in field right now um got some cool stuff on camera but trying to get a lot more because i think that is kind of like the best way for a lot of people to learn is just to see watch it done because a lot of people just don't even believe this stuff that we're talking about is possible like right, don't even believe that you can have a girl in your house 30 minutes after you meet her right and that her to be totally happy to be there and everything right people are like what that can't possibly be true (laughs) right um you must be like tricking them or something so yeah i do want to you know get that all on on camera and just be like it's really not that strange or not that unusual and
1: yeah i mean there's so many times where girls will actually thank you thank you for opening me
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: thank you for introducing me to this interesting life of yours right right <laughs> i've had that quite often actually Where there are a lot of uh, disgruntled girls or girls who don't get opened who you think would get open you're surprised right. when they're really responsive and then maybe you bang them after those 30 minutes and they're like, really thank you for
0: yeah
1: you know, spending time with me it was really enjoyable and i want to see you again so yeah the perception that oh you can't ruin this girl's day by just going up to her mm-hmm. it's not like that yeah Yeah, it really isn't. I think it's also important to understand that, um, like you mentioned, you're not tricking girls. You know, it's just something they want to do, right? Right. They want to hang out with you. If they didn't, they'd just ignore you or just run away. Right. Especially in Japan, because girls have a lot of powers in Japan. Yeah. Whereas maybe some countries, girls will feel a little bit intimidated. In Japan, they're so used to ignoring guys Right. Because there is a Nampa culture. There is yeah. a street it's a huge, talking to, yeah. to girls on the street culture. And it <laughs> it's something that's quite funny, actually. Because there was this one time, there was this white knight, a uh, white guy in the middle of center guy, some gay guy. And he would, literally came up to all the, all the gaijins, who, all the foreigners who were talking to girls and saying, don't talk to them, what are you talking to them for? They're just minding their own business, what are you doing? And we're like, wait a minute, you... You don't notice, but all around you, there's these Nampa guys, the Japanese dudes. They pick up girls all the time. And then he was trying to do his white knight thing. So there's a misconception that, oh, um, Gaijin's only come to Japan because they think girls are easy. And that they can't do it in their own country. I think we can do it in any country. It doesn't really matter, right? And then they think, oh, Japan's easy because, oh... Um, the girls are so, they're not used to foreigners and they have these sparkly eyes. It's not like that anymore, for sure. Yeah. And if anything, they're getting approached 10 times more by Japanese guys. Oh, they are, definitely the hot ones, especially. Yeah. Anytime anytime they walk through some of the major spots, like Shibuya, for example, they even get approached 10 times within 5 minutes, for example. Right. It's pretty really yeah. easy to see, but a lot of people aren't aware of that. Right. So in Japan, this Nampa culture, this street approach culture, this has been going on for for ages, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, pretty much everyone else is behind, I guess, in terms of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mystery or whatever, all the Western pickup guys, like they're they're definitely coming in second in terms of right, the yeah. fast, the you know, getting to the whole pickup street culture. So I
1: I think that's really important as well to understand where you can't you can't necessarily apply your Western game to Japan game as well. Yeah. No. Uh, you can't just be putting your hand out and say, Stop! and then just show them a couple of magic tricks and expect them to be <laughs> happy with that. That's not going to work with a, a cabbo who's running to her work who's already late, yeah. and then your only choice is to run, run along next to her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then get her to stop slow enough to give you, give you, get her a number, and then you can move on. I did that yesterday. Uh, some working lady, she's rushing off to work. Oh, I don't have time. You've got enough time for this. <laughs> Thanks for the number. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yesterday, yeah, you're competing with these Japanese Nampa guys, right? So right. you really need to understand Japan game and be better than them at their own game. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, there was, uh, from the station, to, uh, there was a girl who was approached by two Nampa guys. Once they left, I tried, and then it worked for me. She right. stopped, I got a number eventually.
0: I swear, like, I don't know what it is, but I swear it's actually easier to to have a successful interaction with a girl after she's rejected some of the J-Nava dudes. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> why do you think they'll
1: come in? Just off the top of your head. What do you think of that is?
0: I mean, I guess it's just because they come in with a very like kind of typical, the, the J-Dude approach or whatever, right? right. It's kind <laughs> of like, or like the whole so, sort of like over the shoulder behind All from right. behind kind of thing, like yeah. kind of whispering in their ear, sort of like, talking about where they're going and if they want to go for a drink or something this sort of very basic japanese namba game right and then it's kind of really like i think it makes just a big contrast when you go in and you're like rather than creeping over their shoulder and like whispering and like trying to invite them for a drink right away you just like just walking confidently and just talking to them like a normal person and and, and, it's so much easier to basically beat them at like to be better than than that that right. what they did that it makes like the contrast makes it so that that makes
1: might much more likely to work that makes sense it's the same as when you walk into a bar and then ladies have been already approached by a thousand beta guys or if right. you want to classify guys like that i don't like to but just to to get the nuance across and then you walk in as an alpha they're like oh my god who the hell is this guy yeah and they're, they're really they're all on And as soon as you talk to them, they light up and they're so happy that you talk to them as opposed to these other guys. So I guess it's something similar-ish to that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But
0: I definitely do like going in after after some other J guys have just been blown out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely interesting um, beating them at their own game. Yeah. In terms of that.
0: What would you say, like your standard, um, like as you as you mentioned earlier, you you might even be SNLing more than than dates, right? What would you say the standard way that you go about um, like having an
1: SNL off the street would be? I uh, I broken this down into very easy points actually. One is just the approach. Okay, find a lady that you think is interesting, and then. You know, interesting might not necessarily be the best looking girl in the world. We, well, I in particular, try not to approach anything that I think is, I don't think is that attractive. But if a lady is interesting, maybe I will approach her. So, okay, let's go for an interesting lady or attractive lady. Uh, so that's the first step is see somebody approach her. And then initially I'd vibe with her because I can't invite her straight away, obviously. You're jumping the gun a little bit. So you've got to have calm her down and make sure that you have an interaction so I'll talk to her about something and that topic can vary considerably so there's not one specific open it all goes how do you open that girl it's not like that it's whatever comes at the time and something contextual is really good actually what they're doing or something you've observed about them or something that's happening around you I think that's more appropriate than the standard canned opener Right. Uh, you know excuse me what are you doing today
0: That's, has anybody ever told you we have the, 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 face, <laughs> the face of a Botticelli <laughs> and the body of a day dog <laughs> we'll try that today <laughs> we just watched last night we just watched that this movie the pickup artist 1987 uh, robert downey jr i don't know I'd, I'd actually never heard of it before i saw it in the yeah. list but but yeah it was, that was
1: like his line or whatever Anyway, yeah, continue. So it, whatever sta- whatever opener that you've got. So open the lady and vibe with her for a little bit. So have a few jokes with her and then ask a f- give her a few nuggets of information, like you said, get a few nuggets out. But don't be too interviewee. I think once you start probing too much into a girl immediately, uh, it's kind of off-putting uh, quite often, quite often, depending on the girl, of course. And then once you've managed to vibe with the girl for a little bit, then suggest something. Oh, let's go for a drink. Or how about we just hang out for a little while. I want to speak to you a little bit more. Let's chill out. Mm-hmm. So find out her logistics first. Okay, what's she doing? Who is she meeting? And then if she doesn't have time or she's meeting somebody, then just get the number and move on. So game a bit more. Or if she has time, then obviously just lead her. So I lead her usually to a convenience get a drink, convenience store, get something to drink and then bounce to my place. And then from there, usually if they're already back on my place, then they'll put out on the, if they have enough time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's leading, which is again something I learned off the Fukuoka trip. It's just leading the girl. You're suggesting something and then keeping her occupied. You can't let the interaction drop too much. Otherwise, uh, she'll realize that she's got a plan or she doesn't know where she is. And then she'll decide oh, actually, you know, I've got something else to do. But really making her enjoy the interaction as well and getting feedback from her. I think quite often there's a lot of guys who are just sending out so much information, just talking too much and not really listening to the girl as well. So as long as you've got a back and forth and everyone's enjoying themselves, then I think then S D SNL isn't so difficult.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. it's very... pretty much exactly what i what i'm doing as well um i know a lot of a lot of guys are just kind of like surprised or shocked that like guys that you when you and i talk about you know we just literally bounce them straight home or with like one stop at a convenience store they're like what how can that possibly work right they can't for them they imagine an snl at best would be you know, go to a cafe and have right, a drink right. and then maybe go to a bar or something and then go home, right? Um, but yeah, I don't think it, it's... I think that most of the times, if they're if they're down, they're just down right, right. very
1: quickly, right? Right. I mean, if they're down at that time, they won't have a plan, uh, if they don't have a plan. Right. But if they're not down, then they'll say they have a plan sometimes, right. even though they don't really have one. But you can still get the number and then afterwards get them out. They just weren't comfortable at that particular time. Yeah. It's not for every girl that they want to get bounced straight away. It, it doesn't always happen. <laughs> but if a girl's following you back to your house, more often than not, she's down. Yeah. And Obviously, she's enjoying the interaction. At any point, she can just leave. Yeah. And there's nothing to stop her from leaving. You can even say that as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll just be five minutes. You can leave any time. Yeah. And they won't leave. <laughs> yeah. But they do like... To hear kind of something like of that, right? of Some so, reassurances, because yeah. at the end of the day, you are a guy who's just talked to him on the street. And you don't <laughs> know, right? <laughs> yeah. a complete stranger. Yeah. yeah. But that, that actually is one of the beautiful things about game, because you will be approached by a stranger, or you can approach a stranger, right? Right. A Completely different feel to you. Because if you stick in your social group and your work and your, your normal friends, you'll never meet people in other types of groups, and you never know who else is out there. So, for them as well, that's interesting. They don't know who you are, but they, they're curious to learn about you. It opens, world, it opens doors for them as well. So, you know, we've approached tens of thousands of girls, got thousands of girls' numbers, banged hundreds of girls. So, we have so much reach into all these different parts of life, right? And you we, we can also work with those connections as well. Oh, this person is in this field of uh, work, so therefore you know, there's some interest, um, maybe not immediately with yourself, but you can network with a friend of yours, for example. Oh, these two, they're kind of matching. And it's something that I do sometimes as well, where there's more affinity between a friend of mine and the girl that I've opened, uh, as opposed to us. So quite often I'm setting up guys with some of the girls that I've approached as well. And I don't think many people are doing that or at the stage of yeah. doing that where they just want to eat whatever's in front of them they're really thirsty oh yeah. i want to eat this one i opened her, there so i have to have her yeah it's not like that at all yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah you definitely are very generous with with girls and that you meet and that you have numbers of you're like oh i'll introduce you or you know you put her, her and some guy that you think might be a better match together in a chat or something together and then excuse yourself for it yeah right, right, right. I think that's really cool and that's definitely like one of the I don't know higher echelons of game if you will <laughs> like higher loftier goals of game or whatever right um, it's, pre- it's a pretty cool place to be for sure as opposed to yeah I mean it's I understand the other side as well because if you're when you're just starting out you know you're just kind of mostly like almost like starved for sex right, or something right, or right. starved for t- female attention right so of course, if some girl, if it's going well and you get her number, you're gonna to want to try to try to date her and and you know bang her for yourself. But yeah, when you when it's when you're it's a, when you're at a level level when there's just girls coming in and out of your house, literally like every day, every two days or so, you know there's there's no need for any single particular girl, right? And right, right. Of course. The girls, on the other hand, they feel that as well, right? Right, right. That right. makes
1: it even more attractive. Sure. Yeah, they feel like you're not needy, you have like a certain level of abundance, and like you said, it makes you more attractive. Um, I do know guys who have tried so hard on a date, quite a lot of guys actually do this, they try so hard, and that comes across as you're trying too hard, whereas if you can take it or leave it, then the girl's more more likely to hang around, actually. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's another weird paradox of game.
0: Cool. Well, um, it's about an hour, so that's, that's pretty good in terms of timing. Um, thanks for sitting down and chatting. My pleasure. Yeah. Um, so as a last, I guess a final question, um, what, what would be, you know, some piece of advice that you would give to like newer guys who are just trying to get into this and who are maybe a bit shy, like you were at the beginning and, you know, a bit hesitant to approach or what, what would be something you would tell them?
1: I would just say, just keep at it and keep experimenting as well. Um, Also play with adapting your mindset, uh, almost role play as well. And if you're able to do that, then you can adjust. For example, oh, you've done a few approaches. That kind of approach didn't work. Okay, so I need to make an adjustment. So you might mentally think, okay... I'm going to adapt myself to maybe a host, for example. I've done this before where I've been in Kabukicho Shinjuku where I've been approaching girls relatively standard, just as a stranger vibe. And then what I did was I adapted my mindset really quickly to... Not really quickly, but after a few approaches, I adapted my mindset. And I'm going to approach a girl as as if she's already... Um, somebody that I know that I've worked with and that's quite important as well actually approaching women as friends with a mentality the mindset of oh they're my friend already and once I did that I immediately hooked the girl and then I SNL'd her in one of the manga cafes within you know like 30 minutes or something so I think it's important to experiment be consistent be persistent don't be put off too much don't worry about oh well, girl's rejected me don't think negatively about that because it's not about you in that in, in that situation. You don't know what's going on in her mind. She's been approached by 50,000 people already. And her pet died, for example, that day. So being rejected or a girl reacting in a negative way towards you approaching her isn't about you. So never let that affect you. And just be positive. I think positivity and looking for adventure, I think, is very important. To have the mentality of, oh... I'm looking for adventure. I'm having a fun time, I'll be meeting new people. It's about enjoying the process as well. Uh, if you can find a really good um, wingman as well, that helps. But keep at it. Don't be put off by the fact that you're not getting immediate results. Well, I think that's probably what I would advise new guys. Cool, great.
0: All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for... Yeah, again, thanks for st- sitting down and chatting. Um, yeah, it was a pleasure.
1: Let's go out and talk to some ladies.
0: Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> it's a beautiful, sunny day. It is. Actually turned out quite nice. It's cloudy here. All right, let's get out on the streets. And, uh, oh yeah, one last thing. So, Goshijin is also on... The playbook and he's he's pretty responsive on there and he's one of the more active and contributing members so if you guys want advice and feedback and stuff just sign up for the playbook because it's it's pretty great place to get that community like he was talking about um and you know get a sense of you know a little bit lots more tips and advice and things you could do um and also share your own feelings and everything about it
1: sure guys just hook me up anytime just send me a message Hope to speak to you soon. Cool. All right. Cheers, guys. Talk to you next time.